Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. And speaking of Otago Museum, we have Moira from the museum here to chat with us today. How's it going, Moira? Morena, it's going well, thanks. Awesome. Um, so uh, we're just going to uh, chat a little bit about what's going on, um, what's coming up with the museum. Um, I understand there is a super cool new uh, collection coming up very soon called Connection to Collection. Um, what's that about? It's the changeover in the cases on our main stairwell. It's about a group of material from Papua New Guinea, uh, all of which have some sort of connection through people, collectors, purchasers to Dunedin. And of course it will be on display for their um, National Day on the 16th of September. Awesome. Um, and uh, you were saying that they uh, sort of have some sort of connection to Dunedin. Is that because uh, they're collected by people from New Zealand? They belong to people who moved to New, New Zealand and Dunedin and stuff like that? or All of these things, we have some that were purchased with funds that the astonishingly generous Willie Fells left mm. with the museum for the purchase of such material. We have uh, a billum that <clears throat> was given to the mother of somebody who used to work at the museum in the hospitality wow. area. We have um, a carved wooden pig from the Dontracasto Islands which uh, was given to us by the Reverend Avery who Although he grew up in Marlborough, his, his wife Bessie uh, was a member of the Dunedin Central Mission for the Methodist Church. Lots of different ways in which Dunedin people contact the rest of the world. Yeah, that's so cool because I, I guess I always kind of wondered, because of course you have the historical significant stories of um items in the museum but then you also have their big long journey here to Dunedin which is usually almost always usually almost as interesting as as sort of the history of the item itself right? Indeed and um, although Papua New Guinea's only about 5,000 miles away it's not the easy flight or it wasn't the easy flight for a lot of these collectors, um, you know, some of this material came to us about a hundred years ago, not all of it, but some mm. of it, and their their journeys were rather more complicated, often by sea, often with lots of changes. Mm. Cool. Um, so you said that it's in the, this collection will be uh, displayed in the stairwell. Um, I... I can't quite imagine how that that happens. Do you have like cases going all the way up or, or uh, how does that work? When you walk in through the main entrance to the museum and you have the cafe on your right and the museum shop on your left, there's the main pedestrian stairwell straight ahead of you. It goes up for two landings. 
when the architects designed it, they set in the back wall of each landing seven quite small cases. So on the first floor landing, halfway up to atrium one, there's seven cases, and on the second floor landing, you know, halfway between atrium one and our Southern Lands of the People Gallery, there's another seven cases. So uh, because they're not very large and they're not very deep, that's helped guide the selection of which objects will be included. Yeah. They had to fit. (laughs) Yeah, I remember now. Um, Didn't they have some... uh, They had, I think, some Sir Edmund Hillary stuff in there recently? They did indeed. You're absolutely right. And right at the moment and for the rest of the week through to all we close on Sunday, anyone can come over and see the gorgeous sunglasses that we have there still, part of our Shades collection. Cool. Indeed. That's super cool. I I just, I love the idea that, like, maybe these items aren't necessarily big enough to have their own big exhibit, but you're still finding a way to show them off and tell their stories and everything. That's super cool. That is absolutely how we feel about it. So some of them are uh, something like a single tortoiseshell armlet, but we hope that being able to get that close to it on the stairwell landing means people will be able to see the the patterning that's incised into it. Some of the <clears throat> the limes, uh, can, the sorry, the lime spatulas, so the the wooden implement that people use to scoop lime out of a container as part of that beetle eating process, uh, they'll be able to get right up close and see the strands of beadwork or the carving on uh, the tip of those. That sort of uh, slightly different experience to being in the larger Pacific Cultures Gallery. Mm. That's super cool. Uh, well, uh, anybody who is interested can pop into Otago Museum um, anytime. Is it? Did you say uh, from Monday next week? We're installing it on Monday morning. Ah, cool. Monday afternoon on should be fine. Until then, sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> um, great weather for them. Uh, you. <laughs> uh, um, so connection to collection will be uh, the uh, small Papua New Guinea um, sort of display exhibit uh, starting from Monday afternoon on. Thank you, Moira, for uh, chatting to us about uh, what's up at Otago Museum. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.